Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Running Things with Donovan Bailey. Hello, everyone out there. That's right. We're back for another episode of Running Things with Donovan Bailey and me, your co-host, Simon Jane. And uh, yeah, we're rolling now. We're uh, This is number 10, buddy. 10. Number 10. Uh, you know, who to thunk it? No, no, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here for years, man. Um, number 10 is amazing. It's good to be back. It's... Uh, Great to see you, Simon, and and it's good to be uh, in a place where we can, you know, have some dialogue, and uh, you know, see what topic is on is on the menu today, and and just get to it. What's been on your radar for the last uh, week and so? Just well, the weather. I mean, funny enough, the the weather was amazing. Uh, so I played. I got to play. Here um, comes golf. I yeah, I got to play a couple of games of golf. <laughs> Of course, I got to play a couple of games of golf, but but something amazing happened a couple of days ago. Oh, I play I play basketball in the wintertime in a men's league uh, locally, and uh, well, the players are usually college and ex pro athletes, uh, ex pro basketball players. And what I got was an email that said that our league is going to be back on this winter for those who are fully vaxxed. So I am pretty excited about getting back to the court, uh, getting back to basketball, and hopefully, uh, you know, getting some of these uh, LBS off my back. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to ask you what LBS is, but I know now. Yes. It's uh, pounds, people. It's pounds. It's the weight. Kilograms. Of the world on your shoulders. Not on my shoulders anymore. (laughs) Just on my butt, you know, on my legs. That's all it is. And on my stomach. Yeah, it's funny that you said that because I actually just got an email uh, about um, the the our beloved Toronto Raptors and uh, and uh, say what you want about their Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, anticipating they're going to be at full capacity for the season uh, this year. For sure. Uh, you know what? Um, listen, the 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 man. I've always said this. I mean, Masai is a good friend and. I'm certainly looking forward to the game. The game being back here, I know we spoke about it last week, but I can't say enough about them. The the it, it's going to be a different team this year, uh, and it's it was going to be a different team because you know um, some of the pillars are, are not here. But Gonzo, I'm, yep, I'm looking forward to 
Um, the games, I think that uh, the GTA or Canadians on a whole have done a pretty good job in getting themselves healthy uh, to cheer on the Raptors. And I'm looking forward to just great basketball. So I'm looking forward to watching, attending a few games, as well as playing myself. So uh, all in all, it's looking up for me. All in all, it looks like we're heading back into some level of normalcy. Uh, normalcy, as some people say, I just like to say malice yeah, well, that's your word. <laughs> that's your word. I got a brother. lot of words, but <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. So yeah, normalcy sounds good. I, I think that it's um, it's incredible that that uh, you know certainly we've gone through some things, and uh, it's very important for us uh, to get to that place uh, where you know if normalcy means that you know you can play basketball, watch basketball, uh, interact with your friends, go out for dinner, have a, a business meeting in a boardroom. Uh, then, then yes, I think that um, this winter uh, there is it's going to be a lot different than the, than obviously the, the the previous one. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fing- uh, fingers and toes. Uh, so I was kind of perusing some things here and there. I was looking for the certain headlines, and I came across some other stuff instead that kind of piqued my interest. Um, and you know, obviously, we have uh, un- we have incorporated. Uh, how social media affects certain things in some of our some of our conversations. We have incorporated um, how uh, portrayals or the way things are portrayed in the media uh, affects certain situations. But I was going to actually put it all together as a one gigantic thing, and I was going to ask you how what your thoughts are on if sports have become more accessible, but more so desirable because of pop culture. So not just the proliferation of the sport, because obviously every single league across the world, no matter the sport, is using modern marketing techniques to increase their fan base and to increase their their, their wants and all these things. But I, I was actually curious as if to you thought that, you know, the way the way that pop culture portrays athletes and the way they are now become, you know, more so than ever before gods in amongst men and, uh, and women and, um, and just sort of the allure that comes with the lifestyle of being, of being an athlete in today's society, if that made sports more desirable. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the popularity of sport will always increase the participation it always will. It always has. Uh, we know that, I mean, I speak of soccer a lot because it is the most popular team sport on the planet. Mm-hmm. It's, also, it's also the easiest sport to play. Well, easiest meaning that you don't need a whole lot of equipment. Right. Right? Uh, I talk about track and field clearly because I'm biased and I did it and you don't need anything. You, need, you might need a pair of shorts. Right. I mean, that's about it. You know, in parts of the world... You might need, um, I mean, you, you might need shoes. I mean, well, let's just go with that. Um, <laughs> but it is, it, is, it is very important when uh, you're seeing athletes, uh, you're seeing contracts, you're seeing, you know, the professionalism uh, as it graduates from whatever amateur, because I think every sport to some degree uh, has an amateur component. Sure. But I think that there's a lot of, I think that, that, that young kids are definitely inspired by what it is that they see. Uh, we are also seeing, and, I'm, and, and, and you know, we can talk about all the conventional sports out there, but we can also address 
some of the esports. Think about how popular that has gotten. I mean, the fact is that uh, the the esport platforms are probably the, some of the biggest and some of the most lucrative uh, sporting platforms or professional sporting platforms in the world these days. So it's very much the same thing. It's 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 always. I believe that participation. Uh, there's always going to be kids participating in things that one. Uh, they can get in very easily. See, that's uh, the allure I think of esports. That's right. why I think it's 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 grown so big. Well, it- but I'm just saying to you, and I'm comparing both of them. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm actually comparing conventional sports to esports. The allure of esports is is accessible. I mean, you you know you're you're sitting at home, and uh, your friends are playing it, and you get to play and 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 meet and participate with millions of kids or we'll say people right because it's not just kids that do no this, uh, there's know? a lot of grown men that sit there and log a lot of hours doing that there, there is a ton absolutely and and so the popularity of that but also you know hearing that you know there are competitions where you know 13 14 15 16 17 year olds are winning tens of millions of dollars in esport you know, that kind of, that that's a pretty good incentive for some of these kids who are logging a lot of time to log more time to improve. Right. Now, very much the same way goes to, to, to every other sport, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, all the, all the you know, track and field, soccer, tennis, golf. You know, all, all of these sports are, are very much the same things because as you see them play, as you hear about salaries, as you see the professionalization of these sports, um, as you see how it is that, you know, their TV shows and, and, and their series and their things, um, you know, made on the backs of some of these either athletes, their journey, uh, or uh, the league's historical factors. Uh, you see that, um, you know, because it's popular, because, you know, a lot of these kids see famous actors or people uh, that they look up to or they aspire to be play roles. It, yeah, it becomes more popular. It definitely becomes, it, it, it becomes a place where, you know, you see how essentially how pop culture influences the participation of, uh, of young kids or the, or, or the young people or the people now better participation in all of these things. And, and of, of course the increased opportunity to make a great living. So, because I one thing that, for example, this weekend, uh, the Emmys were on this weekend, and there's a show. I know you haven't watched it, but it's called Ted Lasso, and it's it's about an American, a North American rather, who who's never coached a, a football game in his life, in a European football game, and he moves to Europe to take over a soccer team, and and you know, hilarity ensues, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there, are, you know, it made me think. I wonder if. European soccer will somehow gain some type of traction from just simply there being a show about European soccer with a North American. You know, if somehow just even the proliferation and sort of like the popularity of this show would, would somehow increase the participation of European soccer. You know, just the same way that, believe it or not, Top Gun, if you remember Top Gun from like the 80s. I, I, was right. very, I wasn't born yet. But yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I was very, very young when that movie came out. But uh, I remember reading years later that, um, enrollment in the U.S. Navy, which has an uh, Air Force or whatever, I think it was Navy. I can't remember. Uh, went up like eighty-six percent, right? Which is insane. That's well. Listen, the expectations are the so, uh, sports. I mean, 
sports is never going to change just because of all what's happening. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, you know, you know, Messi, the, the participation in any sport, you know, LeBron in basketball. I mean, Stephon Curry, uh, you know, LeBron being like a beast, Stephon Curry, uh, there's a lot of kids think that oh I'm six foot one or two I I can I can go play because Steph well, if Steph can playing. if Steph can hit a shot like Co- correct correct so I'm saying that the fact that you have sports the fact that there's such glamour that comes with the sports right. the fact that you know a lot of these guys now realize that one they're not only playing the sport but they themselves are a business and they understand how it is that they're getting into you know. I mean, Usain Bolt is getting into music now. I mean, and, and you've got, you know, I think we discussed uh, Magic Johnson, you know, buying, uh, the, uh, sorry, Shaq buying, buying Reebok. Reebok and, yeah. and I mean, Magic Johnson buying, um, you know, part of the, the Dodgers. Right. I'm just saying to you that kids and people are understanding that being in sports, it's not just, it's not just playing the sports. So when there is an actual TV show, when there's an actual series, uh, when there's something where one, I, either funny actor, um, you know, or someone like The Rock or whomever, like like you, you have someone who, you know, has immense influence, uh, not only online, but, but, but in the theater, and they can give like a good funny take. I mean, you, you talked, you know, a few minutes ago about Tom Cruise uh, in a movie and all of a sudden, uh, the increased participation in, in the Air Force or an increased registration in the Air Force, that exact same thing is going to happen in sports. That exact same thing is going to happen in, in any one of these. Uh, that's why in any one of these, uh, these things we're discussing today. I mean, so that's why, that's why when, you have, uh, when you have a real good sports documentary, when you have, I mean, think about watching a Muhammad Ali doc and think about how many people go to the, think about how many people have gone to the boxing ring you know, I mean, because he, you know, Muhammad Ali, you know, it's he he was at his peak in his sixth in the sixties, right, right. And think about Mike Tyson, who's been retired for many many years, and and, and when he was at his peak in the eighties and nineties. So I'm saying to you that definitely, uh, pop culture, movies, music are always going to influence people to participate in things that they see. Or they might not otherwise see themselves participating in. Right. See, now, I agree with that because that's always happened. Right. And I also agree with your other point because people have always wanted to play sports. Right. So those aren't... But I, I think what I'm trying to get at is, like, for example, Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, is a perfect example. Right. Because he's he is a mechanism now of pop culture. Do you think, like... And I don't, I don't just mean in a social media perspective. I just mean even in general. Do you think if if we were... If we had the same level of pop culture or the same way that we revered it uh, as opposed to now, like even 20 years ago, do you think Cristiano Ronaldo would even be remotely as successful or as big? Would people even, would North American kids even know who he is if he was a Portuguese player playing for a Portuguese team that have ended, ended up in England and by way of England than Italy? Do you think that the, the number, the sheer number of people who know who he is would have anything remotely close to that? Had we not built this pop culture machine around him, the quickest answer is technology, and we don't know. We don't know anything, right? We we really don't know anything because I can make reference to when I was an athlete and the fact that we didn't have the exposure and the options that we had now to share what we did on an hourly, daily. So it is. Basis. Com- it is coming down to social media for you. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, the the fact is that. The, the, the greatest, 
the greatest asset that we have um, as a planet now is that every single person has an opinion. Every single person has a vote. Every single person is a journalist. Every single... Debatable. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but no, no, fine. I'm, 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 I'm talking about, but I'm saying it could be self-imposed. Sure. Right. So every single person has access uh, to all, you know, to, you know, to uh, incredible um, athletic uh, traits, in, in, uh, athletic, uh, in, um, uh, incredible athletes, incredible actors, every single, uh, every single person on this planet right now. Uh, you know, has the option to participate in in whatever they want to do. So the popularity is only, I mean, I don't even, I can't even understand how, you know, how you stop this machine. And I can't even, I, I don't even, I, I guess, I guess I'm, hopefully I'll live to see it. Uh, but in, you know, 20 or 30 years, what this pop culture machine is going to look like and how popular, you know, these, you know, these, these men are, and women that are playing now, how they're going to be or how their kids are going to be. We're going to take a quick break and we'll return in a minute. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's always a level of let's say authenticity when it comes to sports specifically i people, think so specifically people who have risen to the top of it right because sure. on a basic level even if you don't understand training or whatever on a basic level you have to understand the concept that this person is built differently right that this person was able to pioneer and or achieve the highest level one could achieve in this particular field sure and now we're at this weird crossroads and i you know i don't want to even give this guy airtime but it's important to this conversation is um, for example jake paul right so, I mean, how, where do you begin with this guy? Like he, he's, he's probably only, I think even today, as of right now, I think he's only 24 or 25. 20, yeah, it's early 20s. Yeah. Right. He, most, his most notable accomplishment prior to being in this boxing scenario is a YouTube star. Well, but, isn't that, but, but how many YouTube stars are, 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 worth, are worth tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. But, but this is my point. I, and I'm not, listen, I'm not taking away from his, his marketability or, or rather, which even makes me want to vomit saying it. But I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm not taking away from what they've accomplished. Him and his team have done a bang up job. And I, I think he's been a genius man. I'm oh, it's a genius know. move. Right, right. But I'm saying this is a product of where we're at. Right. 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 Like, you know, this guy, can you imagine in the nineties 
or someone sort of like tweeting or something. I want to fight Mike Tyson or, or, or I could kill, I could kill, you know, Lennox Lewis or something and, and well, then, would, and then would, giving him a forum to do it. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, um, it couldn't happen because if, because in, because when they were at their highest, you know, Jake Paul could never, ever be given the platform. I mean, because what, because back in when these guys were at their highest, Jake Paul would be nothing more than a heckler. And that's if he could afford a ticket to go to a venue <laughs> to go and watch the highs. Like, so, yeah. Right? So, again, you're coming back to social media as being the reason. It the, is social the media. ticket why this guy. It, well, yeah. I mean, the, the number one thing is the fact, the fact that you can, you can be in your basement and, and, and create a following. Uh, you can, you know, you know, when I think about, you know, like Jackass the movie and all of these other crazy things that has happened where you're doing silly stunts, you tape it, you put it on, you put it online. And all of a sudden you're a star because you got a bunch of people who either want to see you crash or and burn or, or something. Well, and that's just right? it, right? I like this this whole scenario is a car crash to me. Like you just you just nailed it is for it me. Though? For me it is because because yeah. I mean you know me, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm an entertainer by nature and, and that's that's the side of him I respect. Right. Right. But you also know the other side of me. I can get pretty damn serious about sports, at least the teams right. that I follow. Well, I, I and mean I, I, I think I this is a bastardization of sport. Uh, but it listen there's so there's two things uh, i think from um, i i think that um jake paul probably deserves a lot of credit for just bringing a lot of well one for building his brand let's start there wait I, i'll give him that right no no for for building his brand building awareness and becoming like actually becoming a place where his opinion counts like he's in a place right now where his opinion counts he's been listened to well, he's been followed hang on he's been like he 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 he's been influential enough to change the scenario and change purses in combat sports now where where he basically is calling out Dana White calling out you know some of the you know some of the professional boxers and allowing uh, and and calling them out and call, calling out the organizations and bringing the organizations to task by exposing um the disparity in pay uh, between what he can offer and what they were offered, and some of these are incredible stars. So I'm saying to you that I have to respect him because he's he's in he's in that place. Are the people that he's fighting? Uh, do I think that? Uh, I mean, one, he's not a boxer. So okay, guys. Uh, first, first of all, I'm going to tell you this: I am a huge boxing fan. Okay. And I, 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 I love boxing. And I respect the sport. I mean, I did kickboxing for many, many years. And I'm, and I'm saying to you that he hasn't fought anyone that can box. So him trying to build his own brand, he's done an incredible job off, off that. Because he hasn't fought anyone who is a boxer. So he's calling himself a boxer, and he has not fought a boxer yet. So when, he fights, if he, when and if Jake Paul fights a boxer then I will give him way more cred as a boxer. But for now, he's an incredible entertainer. Um, he, he's, he's certainly um, changing uh, what it looks like for purses, uh, for some of these athletes who, are, who have never really gotten paid. And for that, you know, uh, he's gotten a large enough bandwidth that he essentially are, he's, he's making moves that no other person before him has been able to. Well, see, that's that. There's the intriguing part for me. So it's like, yeah, he's good at his brand or whatever, and he's good at like, you know, being a public spectacle. I, I guess that gets you paid now. <laughs> well, it could be that. But. Uh, 
But you see, the key point there is he didn't, he hasn't fought any, I mean, sorry, no, you know, don't disrespect to like guys like Tyron Woodley or whatever, but. He hasn't fought a boxer. He hasn't fought yeah, a, I mean, a real there's boxer, no, right. There's no disrespect to anyone. He, Jake Paul, so Jake we, Paul says he's taking boxing. So uh, again, uh, as, a, as a retired professional athlete, I would never say that I'm taking a sport seriously and not go and compete against people in that sport. So why do you think people are not, watching? He has not, because that's because one I, I think that it's where we, first of all he's got a big enough name now and he's done an incredible job marketing and branding himself. Two, he's actually picked people who at least we thought were good athletes and were going to try a sport. And uh and and I think that you know listen man, I, Nate Robinson is an incredible athlete. <laughs> right? But he never ever needed. He, he didn't. He shouldn't have never been in a boxing. I ring, can't believe he got knocked out. Right. Well, I mean, I can because I was. I was watching. I mean, immediately when the bell rang for the first round, I'm like, oh no! It's like a street fight. Like he's just he ran in from the corner and trying to like punch someone in the head. That's not boxing. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, but it's not. That's not. That's not how it is. I mean, and you know, and watching. And watching, but it, like it, it looked like a, it, like it looked like it, it looked like you know a bunch of five year olds, like it really, it really did. I mean that that's I mean unfortunately I'm, I I probably shouldn't say that, but it does. It looked that way. Ben Askren was I mean he was he was as stiff as a hundred twenty five well, year old. Ben Askren corpse. like he didn't even look like he'd like he, right. He looked like a. a like a couch potato armchair quarterback, like maybe I couldn't believe the physical state of that person in that ring. Well, yeah, I mean, and Tyron Woodley, uh, you know, Tyron Woodley was essentially was trying. I think Tyron was trying to knock him out, which is again not Admir a, admirable. It, well, it's it's not it's not a bad thing. <laughs> However, that is also not the fundamentals of boxing. Pick and boxing, choose, pick and choose your spots. Yeah. Well, it, boxing is really about uh, picking your spots relaxation, understanding your target, get in rhythm. These are all simple things that you have to do in the ring. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say this because I guess if you're in a fight, it's the same thing. <laughs> right. But, but, but just that, trying to stay on your feet. Yeah. But, 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 but trying to, but in a boxing ring, trying to load up to punch someone, that's not going to work. And, no. and, and so, and so, so what he's done, uh, he certainly has turned boxing, you know, upside down, by defeating a few people in boxing because he fancies himself as a boxer. However, hopefully his next fight is with a boxer. Right. Whether I don't, I, and it doesn't matter to me whether that boxer, you know, is um, um, Huey Fury. I think that there, there was uh, Tyson Fury's younger brother is is uh, is someone that they were talking about, and who is who fancies himself also. As a boxer, okay. So I would, so I would actually like to see him fight a boxer. I mean, frankly, you know, at 180, 190 pounds. I mean, I, I think that um, you know, Victor Belfort, who, who seemed okay when he, you know, I mean, he fought Evander Holyfield. Evander should have never been in the ring in the first place. Uh, Evander, someone I've known and spoken to, and and you know, he needs to be, he needs to be sitting on a chair in a corner, coaching. That that's really where he needs to be right now. It's much like. Much like it's 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 almost like me showing up at the track, pretending that I'm gonna run. No, no, my job is to say cheer on the kids. What did you think of that fight? I I thought it was I thought it was ridiculous. I I I I knew that Evander looked slow. Um, he looked 
mechanically slow during the week. Uh, he looked intellectually slow during the week. Uh, reactive, uh, you know, it, it almost, he looked very slow. Um, so he looked slow in all ways. He looked, he looked and he didn't resemble physically a 58-year-old man. He looked in amazing shape. I did see a photograph. Right. He did look great. He looked like, in he, good shape. No, yeah. Amazing. He's 58 years old. Uh, but Ivana's always looking. But Victor certainly uh, was, you know, 15 years, 10, 15 years is, is, is junior. And uh, clearly it was a completely different fight because that's not the Evander that we know. And, and I watched the fight because I was quite curious. I thought that Evander, I thought Evander was going to get out and at least jab. Keep, him, keep, you know, keep the younger, the young line away. Jab on, pick, pick your points, get into that rhythm that I talk about and figure out if he come in and, and uh, either one, give him a couple of shots before he received the shot. Right. So I was, I was, so I was, um, I was, I was very disappointed with that. Uh, you know, so maybe Victor should fight Jake. Maybe um, Jake should fight Anderson Silver. Maybe Fury. <laughs> I, 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 what I want to see uh, Jake Paul, who I want to see him fight, is irrelevant to me. I just want it to be a 190-pound boxer. That's all. Right. 190 pounds, whatever his catch weight is right now. That's where, I mean, and I don't care if that person, you know, it, listen, Oscar De La Hoya was, was, was getting ready. Uh, He's to, my favorite boxer to, of all time. To, to fight. Oh, oh well, that's, that's pretty good. Oscar, Oscar's decent. Oscar's decent. I, I liked Oscar De La Hoya, yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah. Pacquiao came out and gave him, gave, gave him a bit of trouble, but, uh, right. but what, for me, when I listen, think about boxing, Oscar De La Hoya is my favorite. Well, that's very good. No, so back to Jake. So Jake should be... I think that I would like to see him fight a boxer the next time. 190-pound boxer, even, even, even like one of these retired guys. I mean, listen, you know what I think would be great to fight Jake Paul? Roy Jones. Ooh. There you go. You I want like a box? that. You want a box? There you go. I don't mind that, actually. No, they, no, no I'm telling you. There you go. I, I mean, Roy Jones can be 190 pounds. I don't think he would take the fight. Who? Jake Paul. Hey. Then, 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 um, then, then you're, well, what you were saying was that this is a what? Oh, this is a farce. This oh, is like, yeah, this is a. You're saying it's a farce and a circus. I'm saying to you that, 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 that I, I don't, I will always give an athlete the benefit of the doubt when they say they're serious. In track and field, it has nothing to do with who you beat, but the times that you've ran, and then it's about who you beat. Yeah. Right? So in, in boxing, it is who you fight and who you beat. And right now, Jake is not a boxer yet. And so <laughs> I'm thinking, man, you know what? It wouldn't be bad if, if Roy, I mean, th there's a pay-per-view fight. I mean, I would actually not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't pay to watch that fight. I mean, I would call a couple of the fellas and I would actually fly to go watch that fight. Okay. All right. Flex. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey what, listen, why not? Absolutely. Um, I'm that big of a fan. I think that'd be a good fight. I'd love to see him take something like that. But, you know, it, it, yeah, I don't know if he would. I mean, because when his brother fought Mayweather, I thought, ooh, there, here we go. Now, no. now it's going to be something. But then that fight turned out to be toothless. And well, there, yeah, I mean, again, again. That, th there's this actually was, a moment where Mayweather catches him. Right. Uh, and it almost seemed like by accident. Like the, the rehearsing went down wrong there. Yeah, well, maybe. And it kind of like Mayweather, like when I watched this, because I watched it over a few times, it kind of looked like Mayweather was actually kind of like, hey, like get up, dude. You can't right. go You can't go down in this round because like. That wasn't the plan. No, that wasn't the plan That's at all. That's not what we, heard, yeah, we yeah, rehearsed yeah. last night. And, and, yeah, but listen, here's the thing. 
one of the incredible things that the Paul brothers have done, and Floyd, Floyd Mayweather has benefited from this. Uh, like I wish that there was, there was some like this in track and field, believe me. Uh, the, the, the massive draws in boxing have been able to capitalize on this. I'm, I don't know what, the, I, I'm very certain that Floyd made 20, 30, $50 million, $100 million. On that fight, I think he made yeah. $100. So he, brought, so he made $100 million on that fight um, waltzing uh, because that's, that's all it was. And, and ultimately for me, the, the, I think that Floyd knows that uh, the Paul brothers and some of the, the, these YouTube stars and social media influencers have such incredible bandwidth in creating and generating capital that they're the ones that are playing catch up. And, and so if, if there's an opportunity for like for Floyd or, I mean, and I know that there was talk of, of, of Tyson fighting Lennox and, and all these things happening. I mean, I, I love that because, because those you know, are classics. They're the heavyweight guys, you know? Right. Like, well, yeah. I mean, listen, if Lennox is fighting Mike, then, then, then again, this it is, that's a, and that, that seems fair really to me actually like that little, that well, they're what two old guys who like each other, but also both hate losing <laughs> <laughs> and they're boxers. So it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I guess the, the other side of all this, this, social media nonsense and, and what it's doing to the reputation of sports. I guess the other side of it before we go is um, I, I think how it is impacting as we, we kind of touched on it last week, but younger athletes, like it, it, the younger athletes that are taking these things rather seriously and aren't trying to be a spectacle. I would imagine that social media has something to play in their dedication and how they're learning things a lot quicker, quicker, I should say, than, than say children of my era. It is, it is, I think for a kid right now doing sports, it is, it is an incredible, it takes an incredible amount of time to balance between putting your 10,000 hours off learning your craft. Right. And then uh, balancing that, and then you have to eat and sleep. Then, sure. Then you have to balance that with branding and marketing on social media. So, so I don't I like, and I think a lot of times you will you will find that athletes like myself who uh, who put the work in and didn't have uh, social media to spend hours and hours and hours dedicating, you know, to you know to fashion that craft or create some sort of branding because we left that up to um, you know international sporting agencies and so forth we left that up to them um you know you you find that it is incredible now that these athletes uh have to balance that because it takes a lot of time and um athletes like myself will always talk about the differences about when we were competing and what is happening now because we find that there's a hell of a lot more marketing that's done individually uh, than the time put in to make sure that your craft is perfect. Well, there you have it. I mean, there's, there's no there's no doubt then that pop culture has certainly uh, accelerated and, and proliferated athle- athleticism and the the drive for sports in general. I guess we've proven that just which way you want to take it. You're either going to go authentic or you're going to be a spectacle. <laughs> One of the two. Yes, authentic, please. Both are profitable, but we, we're hoping that whatever happens, you keep the love of the game at the core of your heart. Amen. And that's another episode of Running Things with Donovan Bailey and me, your co-host, Simon Jane. 
powered by Acast. And if you liked what you heard, please head over to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Chat with you guys soon. Running Things with Donovan Bailey.